Starting Thursday, June 4th, Dan Patrick Radio will become Sirius XM's home for Australian rules football. Walked into all styles. Australian media icon Eddie Maguire for Aussie Football Rules America as he brings you the latest celebrity chats, tips and expert analysis of Australian football. Then stay tuned for the Aussie Rules Game of the Week. Kick the goal and Fremantle win it after the siren. It all starts Thursday, June 4th at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. That is not a Photoshop picture of Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. Uh, Look at that. On behalf of all 31 other fan bases in the National Football League, I say the following. (laughs) I didn't expect it by mid-May. I thought we would have to wait a long time for that sort of photograph and photography. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Thanks coronavirus for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Seriously, now. Are we done with this yet? Not yet. What do you mean, are we done? You called here. You want me to be like a regular talk show host and just hang up on you and run him? Should I run him, Harry? Or rack him. No, I'm not racking him. They're not racking him. Jim Rome only racks great calls. He has a take, but he sort of sucks at the same time. I think that's going to be my new thing. You know, you had a take or two, but for the most part, I got to run you. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW. The power professionals in your neighborhood. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code BRUNO for 10% off today. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. And then when I want to think about New Orleans, I had a lot of friends down there. Buddy DeLiberto, longtime legendary sports talk host. I used to go on his show. I've been to New Orleans. It's one of my favorite places. It's a great city. And now, of course, uh, lots lots of things going on because of the controversy with Drew Brees, who yesterday, as you know, 
uh, was asked a question by Yahoo Finance, of all people, about his feelings uh, about the flag, and then it became a controversy, and then a lot of athletes went after him, tried to bury him. Sean Faison is a guy in New Orleans who works on the local TV. He's, uh, he's around the, the Saints all the time, one of my trusted guys down there that I love, and he joins us right now. Sean, how are you doing today, man? Doing all right. Great to be with you again. Now, you're there. You know Drew Brees. You know all these Saints guys. You cover them. What are you, what are you hearing today? Because we saw protesters last night saying F, Drew Brees, and it, that's not the general feeling of most of the fans in New Orleans, is it today? It's hard to get a true gauge. I would say probably not. Um, look, the comments yesterday certainly struck a chord with a lot of people. Um, and as you mentioned, it was kind of in a, a Yahoo Finance interview that, you know, it was kind of a follow-up to an initial question. And, um, you know, Drew's stance on the national anthem has been pretty clear for quite some time. Um, it's just but we, we can't – what we're, the, the time we're dealing with right now, the situation going on right in the middle of uh, the tragedy in the aftermath with George Floyd, um, obviously was not good timing, and it was not a great thing to say, or tone deaf, as you might, call, might say, uh, just given the timing of everything and, and what's going on. The reaction was so strong, and it was so public from his current and former teammates that it really became – uh, a huge story. Uh, we wake up this morning. Drew Brees issues his apology, and it feels like um, the healing process is starting. Demario Davis, the respected team leader, uh, went on CNN, uh, called Drew Brees a leader, said he showed true leadership. Michael Thomas tweeted out his acceptance of his apology. Uh, Cameron Jordan has retweeted a few things that would suggest that he's uh, accepted Brees' apology. These are guys that know Brees, and this is this is. You can't understate just how important, how much of a force Drew Brees is in that locker room and in this city. Uh, so it feels like things are moving in the right direction right now, but obviously this is still um, a, a sensitive time for the Saints and the players. What do you think Drew Brees you know, has to do going forward uh, in order to fully regain you know, the, the, uh, his teammates' respect and uh, you know, trust? That's a great question. Um, you know, it really would depend on who you, who you ask. Mm -hmm. um, he's a guy that's, that's such a leader, and he's such a voice inside that locker room. I mean, he is the face of the franchise. Um, it's going to take a willingness, I guess, from some of his teammates to, to keep that same you know, view of him. Uh, like I said, a lot of the other team leaders have, have come out in support over the last you know, few hours. Uh, but, you know, football is a very big locker room. Um, he probably has to uh, engage more. Uh, I know he's, he's very engaged in the locker room, but he's going to have to uh, probably listen a little more, as he mentioned. Uh, but a lot of that stuff is probably going to have to be dealt with in-house um, because that locker room is really strong. And uh, publicly, I'm not sure exactly what sort of stance he's going to have to take to, I guess, win back some of the – trust, if you will, from, you know, from other people. But uh, I think inside that locker room, he's just got he's just got to do his best to mend those relationships. And the good thing is a lot of the leaders right now uh, are starting to warm up to him again. Malcolm Jenkins is, is, was the most uh, critical. Uh, he, I, to my knowledge, at least to right now, I have not seen any response to the apology from Malcolm Jenkins. So 
Uh, we'll see. He's, he carries a strong voice as well as you guys know him in uh, Philadelphia. But we'll see. I mean, it's, it's to be determined. and it, it, There really is no clear-cut answer right now. And what makes it a little more difficult is the fact that everyone's spread out right now. No Because this would normally be a time of OTAs and minicamp, and they would be you know, available uh, and, and be able to talk face-to-face, which would probably you know, do them good right now. But it's a tough situation that they're in. So they just got to have to wait to see and let the situation play out. Sean Faison down there in uh, New Orleans. I, I, I pronounce your name correctly, right? Because you're, you're a Cajun guy, aren't you? I mean, true and true. You, you got it close. It's actually Fazan. 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 Sorry, yeah. man. Next time I come down there, I'll take you over to the uh, Cafe du Monde and get, get a nice <laughs> beignet and a nice little uh, extra chicory coffee, baby. Love it down yeah, there. Absolutely. All right, now, Sean, absolutely. the other thing now, of course, there's a lot of other athletes who didn't accept the apology today, including veteran journeyman 76er Tobias Harris on his fifth team in the league saying, this is his quote, I want you to hear this. He says, take this for what it is. The press release is not the route to go. Take your ass on camera and apologize. Then go take some actions forward to show us and yourself that you are actually sorry. Morning, Drew Brees. That's the response from noted journeyman, $180 million guy who can't play defense, 76er, Tobias Harris not accepting the apology. Yeah, look, I, there's going to be people from other teams, other sports, other organizations that are just going to, they're never going to accept it. Um, I don't know that, that that's a little bit outside of, of Drew's control, the Saints' control, um, the locker room's control. Um, people are going to have to say what they're going to say. Um, that's just, Look, I guess everyone's entitled to their opinion. I know in Drew's case, he's got to focus on in, in New Orleans and inside that locker room. That's, that's where he'll the, the process will begin to get back to, I guess, somewhat normal uh, and somewhat uh, regaining, I guess you say regaining the trust. But uh, it, it, it's certainly a weird time. And look, it's important to point out that I mean, Drew has 15 years of not just goodwill, great will built up in a city of New Orleans. I mean, him not being him becoming here after Katrina, it's impossible to overstate just how uh, how much he made an impact. And I'm a local, so uh, we saw it firsthand. So uh, he does have that, uh, at least here in the city of New Orleans. Outside teams, outside players, and outside sports is probably less of a concern right now. Uh, right now, it's, it's more internally. And Breeze has been, I mean, in 15 years, I, I don't think I've ever heard any any sort of real harsh criticism uh, from his teammates, at least not publicly. This is the first time he's ever really had to deal with that. This is one of the best leaders of all time in terms of football. Just listen to Sean Payton rave about him. So uh, that's kind of where it is right now. I don't, I don't, I, I, I think the organization, I think Breeze himself is, is, is pretty, pretty cognizant of the fact that he can't, he can't control what someone like Tobias Harris or whomever says, but he's got to just basically focus internal uh, and just get back on the right page with his teammates. Has uh, Sean Payton or uh, Gail Benson, the uh, the ownership, uh, weighed in on any of this? No, and according to reports, there has there was a, a Zoom meeting today. I'm not sure if that meeting has concluded yet, but obviously this will be addressed, and uh, I don't know if we'll hear anything from that after that, but uh, I have not heard anything publicly uh, from Sean Payton or Gail Benson yet. The interesting thing is that you mentioned Malcolm Jenkins, who was with the Saints, then signed with the Eagles, came here and was a great leader, won a Super great Bowl. in the community, yeah. won a Super Bowl, and then they didn't renew his deal, and now he's going back to New Orleans to be a teammate of Drew Brees once again. So that'll be interesting. And you know, Malcolm Jenkins is a great human being. 
I mean, he cares about the community. He's out there doing stuff. So just because I don't agree with everything he says, I'm not going to condemn him for having a different opinion. He can feel any way he wants. Uh, but I feel the same way about Drew Brees. The fact that this guy has been raked over the coals yeah. for just giving a, an honest opinion about something, that, that's what the part that disturbs me. Everybody can feel the way they want. But the fact that this guy's been castigated and, and almost run out of town and run out of the NFL. If I were him, I said this to Harry, I would retire and say, hey, go ahead, guys. You'll be back wearing those paper bags over your heads in a, in a short period of time, and then you'll be calling me to re- come back, and I won't. Well, and of course, he won't say that, but I would if I were him. I'd tell him to stick it. Well, look, I, honestly, when this all broke yesterday and, and just the reaction started coming, and then it was like the floodgates opened up, and it was just, you know, criticism after criticism after criticism. I looked at my coworker. I said, I don't know if he's going to make this. He might just have to retire. Yeah. Just, I don't know if he can come back from this. Um, but today, obviously, things feel a little bit better. Um, and Malcolm Jenkins and Breeze, if those two get face-to-face, I think they get working. Those are two very strong individuals, uh, very high-character guys. And I think both people know that the other, you know, the other guy, Breeze and Jenkins, that the other person is real, is genuine. Uh, so I think they, they could be able to see that and, and hear that if they talk face-to-face. So hopefully that happens. Um, but, look, this is still something to monitor as you go forward just because, um, like I said before, Breeze is the Saints. I mean, this is, Drew Breeze is in the war in faith. It is, he is the face of the franchise. So it'll certainly be something to monitor going forward. Sean, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, because New Orleans, New Orleans is a great restaurant city, great basketball city. You know, we, and uh, first of all, is everything open, or is it still shut down down there as far as, you know, Bourbon Street, the restaurants, the, the casinos, and those things? Yeah, it's slowly starting to make its way back. The actual city's not going to interface, too, with the surrounding areas. Uh, it, they are going to interface, too, which is 50% capacity. Um, you know, there's still things starting to trickle uh, trickle down and open up. Like, for instance, the gyms have opened up, and they've been, <laughs> they've been uh, hit a lot over the last uh, couple of weeks here. So we're getting there, but um, you know, like everyone else, if there's, if that's uh, everyone would like to go a little bit faster. But I guess you just gotta, uh, you know, uh, wait wait till it's our turn. But uh, right now, the actual in the city restaurants, I believe, are at 25 percent. They're not going to move into phase two, 50 percent. Uh, they said for another couple of weeks, so we'll see how it works out. Well, Sean, how palpable is the buzz for the Pelicans and the fact that they're going to be allowed into this playoff scenario? Yes. Or if you call it playoffs, I don't uh, know. Actually, sports again, and obviously the NBA wants. Right. They the, want Zion Williams no and, doubt and the about Pelin- it. Pelicans to be in the playoffs and hopefully you know, be the eighth seed so they could get LeBron against Zion. What's the, what's the buzz about the basketball team right now? Well, I got I got to tell you, when they pulled the plug on the season, and that looks like they're going to restart at the end of July, um, and, it, and it just kind of drifted into that unknown and really didn't hear much. It's kind of, you, know, you hear a little bit here and there, but it wasn't much of a plan. But uh, it, it almost got the feeling from the Pelicans that, hey, if, if it means we're not going to bring the season back, if, there was a, if, if it means, hey, we got to, because the future is so much brighter than the present when it comes to the Pelicans. They're still right. young, they're still growing, no one expected a championship. There wasn't a whole lot of, we want to get back, we want to play. Obviously, they wanted to, but if, they, if that wasn't the case, I think they would have you know, just accepted it and moved on. But the fact that the NBA wanted, wants the Pelicans, and they want Zion to be such a, uh, a, a presence uh, when they come back, I think it's re- kind of reinvigorated everybody and kind of brought the juice back a little bit to the Pelicans. So uh, it should be fun when they finally hit the court. Good stuff. 
from down there in the Big Easy, where it ain't easy, no, but not, it's hard. Right As now. the great Michael Vick once said, it may look easy, but it's hard. <laughs> hey, Sean, great stuff, man. Appreciate the local uh, flavor from down there, man. You always do a good job, and good to have you back on, and thanks for, thanks for popping on with us, man. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. There How he is. Sean Faye. Fazan. 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 Not Shazam. No, Fazan. It's like, it's like Shazam, but Fazan. Right. See, I always say Fazan because it sounds more. But it, he, he does have that. Yeah, he's a native. He's a I, like that. I love yeah. that accent. Yeah. Down there in New Orleans, it's like the Cajun chef. Remember back then? Now you got to put a little like, Andouille like, in there. 